Welcome, everybody, to BitPunch Radio, episode 060. This is the Plague Cast. Uh, I think we're both uh, uh, battling something here, but uh, hey, we've got the Game Awards to talk about. Uh, I've been catching up on games on the Steam Deck. I did a little traveling, talk about that. Um, looks like you're finally getting around to Andor. Uh, I've heard so much good things about that yeah Yeah. uh like thinking that i might try and get my son into that um we've got some cosmere updates and yeah let's get into it uh what do you want to start with um man i finished oathbringer (laughs) okay all right uh yeah, so I think last episode I was about eighty percent in. You were so really, like, really close. Yeah, I was right at the like beginning of the like Aval the, the Sander Lanch. Uh, you know, I say his, you were his... really close, but you were like a full novel right. away from the end. So yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was I was right where he starts to just let everything loose and all hell breaks loose. Um, and I was like live texting you as I was reading it, like over two or three days as I was reading that uh, ending, yeah, <laughs> um, which is just absolutely bananas. I mean, like, I, I think I think I started texting you at the point where uh, there's gonna be spoilers for this, by the way, where yeah. uh, uh, Elicar dies, fucking Moash kills Elicar. I was like, and like right as he's starting to say the first ideal, and like he's starting to maybe turn into a radiant right and that's just like man because like his character has like a really like good arc you go from fucking hating that guy to like yes right you know he's trying to do something like he's he's pretty shitty but he's he's trying to to do things right now you know like when he's sworn to dalinar it was kind of like okay all right yep yep um man this book was just all about people taking responsibility for like their shortcomings. That, that's mm-hmm. what I took away from this book, like taking, uh, like owning their flaws, you know, that's uh, with the three major characters being Dalinar, you know, you hit, this book is all about his backstory and man, does he do some fucked up shit, uh, in his past. Yeah. Um, and then you have Kaladin who is just constantly, um, you know, emotional and f- like, uh, Fighting with the idea of like saving everybody and protecting everybody. Mm. Then you have Shalon, who's like borderline schizophrenic. Like oh, she doesn't well, know yeah. who she wants to be. Um, and they're all like trying to come to grips with this. And that's like what that book is about. Um, and I, in, in all these books, are kind of that way. These three books have been about like a a theme, if you will, that kind of co- like that go along with the story. Um. And and that's kind of the big arc for Dalinar. Is he's like, no, I'm going to like take responsibility for what I did, and I'm gonna like own it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his moment where he kind of made his next step. Yeah, it's. I, I've never read a book quite like that where, at the at the end of that book, where it's like 
it's telling this big battle and this big story and it's switching between viewpoints. You know, you've got Yasna, you've got Renarin, you've got Navani and Shalan and like all these, there's like eight different viewpoints in that ending that it keeps bouncing now, between. And like within a chapter or two, right? Yes. And it's all in like one chapter, like, yeah, yeah two uh, or three right. chapters. It's like, yeah, the, I was, I was listening to that ending on audible and like, there was a chapter that was two hours long. And I think that was the one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just bouncing between everybody's viewpoints during this kind of same battle. You've got lift and you've got Zeth, Zeth fucking turncoats. And he's, he's with Dalinar now and the, the fucking radiance. That was crazy. You know, which, I, you know, they kind of like, yeah, they brought up his character a lot. In, in this book, which yeah. I, which I which I liked, yes, um, it's cool when they do that, you know. Which it's not often, but yeah, it's it was a really really fantastic book. I really liked it. There's he he does a really good job of you know spending those first eleven hundred pages like <laughs> s- like setting like burying all these seeds and like setting up these little things. And you you start to think you know what's going to happen, and then he like flips it one eighties, and then like he cashes all those checks just one right after another, and you're just like whoa 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 right. whoa you know just one thing after another, and he just ties it right all together, and it's just very satisfying. After like and and stuff from like even like back to the first book, like there was a reveal at the end of this book about uh, Teravangian, like. Through these first three books, he's had this ability where he just wakes up and he's a fucking genius. And he can, like, see the future and he's, like, writing down all this stuff, like, on the walls and on his furniture and stuff. And then some days he wakes up and he's just dumb. And you come to find out that the reason why he's like that is because he went to the, the Night Mother, the same place that Dalinar went to forget about his wife and what he did. And Teravangian went there and was like, I want to be fucking super smart. And his curse was, well, sometimes you're going to be really stupid. And, like, throughout these first three (laughs) books, you don't know why he's like that. And then in this book, it, like, cashes that check because there's a whole, like, backstory about Dalinar going to see Cultivation and basically, like, yeah, I want to forget about all that stupid shit I did or that terrible shit I did. Like, okay, well, yeah, if you can do that, but your curse is that you're not going to remember any of it. Like, you're... Mm -hmm. She's gone. Like you're not gonna remember your wife. You're not gonna remember her name. Like that's your curse. And so, for that to like tie back into Teravangian was really, it's like that's one of his things. It's like really, really good writing in my opinion. I th- I think um, I brought that up in our last episode when it was just like you can tell he planned all this out. Like oh yeah, I mean you don't write four thousand pages of something. And know, like, okay, I want to, like, call back this little thing. Like, the amount of planning. I mean, he's been doing this for, you know, uh, he's on TikTok now. So, like, now I get, like, little bits of Sanderson throughout the day, you know. Yep. And um, he, you know, he talks about uh, how he's been planning this for, he just hit 20 years or something as a published author. Um, and, and he's been planning the, the, the Stormlight archives for like over a decade now, even before yeah. he started writing it. Right. Um, so it's just, it, it's, I can't, I couldn't think to do something like that. Like that is, that is so beyond the level of thought that I've ever put into anything. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I constantly think about that. Like he's like, 
just all the interactions with everybody and like, like how does he write this stuff? Like, how does he think about this stuff? Right. Like, he he really gets into these characters and really makes them, every character is very very unique. Um, and I you know I think he does a really good job of like bringing in like lightheartedness. Like yes, like that last you know twenty percent of that book is very serious. Like a lot of sure. stuff's happening with a lot of characters that you care about. Um, but like I love when Shalon has fun with the people around her, you right. know, like she's a really cool character. She, yeah, she, she's yes. Her, her whole, uh, spiel where she's trying to figure out who she wants to be between like, uh, uh, radiant and mm-hmm. uh, what's the other, uh, what's the other character that she plays? Um, that she becomes the one with the hat and I can't remember the name now. Um, Oh gosh, it's gonna drive me crazy. Anyway, she's like trying to figure out which version of herself she wants to be, and she's like talking to Wit. She has like a great conversation with Wit mm-hmm. about all that stuff. Um, yeah, it. I I re I think I really like I the the Wit stuff is still like some of my favorite stuff in those books. And Lift, like anytime Lift shows up, like he's like he's like on his A game. Like during that last battle. Like it's switching between all those viewpoints and it's like, oh no, oh no, you know, oh God, you know, Amaram just swallowed this thing and he's a fucking void bringer now and Calvin's right. fighting him. And then, you know, oh, well, Dalinar just literally pulled like three realms together with his fucking fists and then it switches and it's like, Lift became awesome. And then it's like, okay, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like her and, it's like her and Zeth are like the ultimate buddy cop movie like he's like super like serious and like super self-aware and she's just like okay tight butt let's go like, right what's yeah. going on like he's like talk she's like talking to his sword like sword tried to eat her like it's yeah like, for, i forgot about that all that's yeah. like all that stuff is like really just man knocked it out of the park really really liked Oathbringer. it's a super long book um but it it definitely pays off definitely pays off um so i I finished that and i uh, remembered that there's a novella in between uh oathbringer and rhythm of war so i started reading that immediately oh Um, i have not read that yet yeah so it's called dawn shard um okay so it's much much shorter um it's actually about rissen uh the the uh traitor that's now in the wheelchair she's mentioned a little bit in oathbringer Mm-hmm. And she's got that bird that can like stuck suck stormlight out of stuff. Um oh. it's about her and Lopin. Her and Lopin go on like a ship adventure oh, to okay. an island, which is so far been very good. Lopin's a great character. Yeah. And it's hilarious because in this you get a lot of Lopin in this, and everybody refers to him to him as the Lopin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like uh yeah, he's He's a pretty good character. So I started reading that. I'm going to get through that. And then I'm going to take a break from Stormlight, read something else. Um, what I are you going to read? Because January 1st, you're going to get the, you're going to get the, uh, I know. Yeah. The secret, the secret the book secret one. project. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about reading Red Rising. Um, mm. That's probably what it's going to be, honestly. Um, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's kind of high up there. Everybody says that I should read that. So it's fantastic. I want to I want to give that a try. 
Um, and it's like sci-fi, so you know it's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. I did also uh, grab the Dune uh, graphic novel number two. Mm-hmm. I think it's called. Uh, I think the title is Maudib. Not sure how to pronounce that. Um, it's the follow-up to the one that we read two years ago. Uh, <laughs> right. That was like it's like the beginning. That first one was like the first third of Dune, and I think this is like the second third of Dune. And then there's going to be a another volume in the spring of 2024. They're taking two years to make these things, uh, which is just seems like a time that's never going to be here. Um, I I figure they would maybe benefit off of like publishing it closer to the movie you know yeah is that second dune movie the second half of the book or are they doing like a quarter thing as well you know i'm not a hundred percent sure i i thought there was only going to be two movies okay so i could be wrong there you never know with that stuff Mm. um but i really like that graphic novel i like both those graphic novels the art in them is really good um of what I know of the, I never read the actual book Dune. Um, so I don't know how much it cuts out. Um, but it's, it's pretty good. I think it does a good job of, of it's written, written pretty, pretty well. Um, and I just really like the art. I like that world. Um, I should read Dune at some point probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. It's a, Looks good on the bookshelf. It's it's a good read. It's a quick read. It was a nice palate cleanser after Oathbringer. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that I've was... missed so many comics this year. Like. Yeah. Uh, Polygon published. You know, here's the top comics of the year, and I want to go through and like bookmark some of those. And um, I don't know about you, but I love looking at like the winners on Goodreads. Um, yeah, the Goodreads website like drives me crazy. Like it's a terrible website. I love the yes. concept though. I love using it to like track my books, but I don't know why Amazon won't go through and redesign it. It's been that design forever. Like they need to bring it up. But anyway, <clears throat> I love going and looking at like what won for the year. And I will say like Sanderson books never win. Um, they're never high. Uh, they just. Nope. There, he's got his audience that is slowly growing always. Um, but like a year of that, like Red Rising would come out, that would have that would have blown it out of the water, which is crazy to me. But right, um, I'm mixing those genres, but you get what I'm saying. Like, um, I don't remember what book uh won it from the fantasy series this year, but um, uh, I like. It was House of the Sky and Breath by Sarah J. Moss. Okay, so that is a sequel to Crescent City, which is ah, a very okay. popular um, series. Sarah Moss is she's she's pretty far up there. Um, but yeah, like if you like Lost Metal got voted, but it did did not win at all. Right. Um, but I like going through there and then kind of saying like I want to read these books. Um, which is pretty nice, pretty cool little thing that they do. Yeah. Um, so I finished a uh, hero of ages. Um, oh boy. Okay. So, um, I really liked that book. Um, I really like that series. I really just want to jump right into Mistborn, like era two. Yeah. Um, 
I, I keep forgetting what the secret book one is. Um, but I, I, I read it's a Cosmere it. book, but I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. I, I just, I want to jump right into it. Um, I actually got it like wait listed on Libby. So as soon as it comes through, I'm, I'm jumping on that thing. Um, it really cool. I like how, uh, how it wrapped up. Uh, I don't know if I really want to get into too many spoilers, but I will say like the very, very end was like really sad. <laughs> like, Oh my God, man. Yeah. Just, it's super I, sad. just picturing the scene that he kind of set there. I was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. Good, good book. Um, um, I did start reading uh, Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Okay. You read many Stephen King books lately? I've read like the first three or four books of the Dark Tower series. That's my all my experience with Stephen King. Oh my god! Nothing. Really? Which I know is nothing because he puts out a book every three weeks. Like I, that's that's well that and he's known for like you know uh, the horror genre and right. the gunslinger is is definitely not. Um, and, and this book is not either. Uh, this book is more like a, um, it is a fairy tale. It is about, uh, this, this high school kid taking care of this old man that got injured, um, him and his older dog. And, um, they get connected and series of events happens. He ends up discovering this shed that in that can transport you to like a fairy tale and um a light spoiler here but old man with an old dog obviously something's about to happen to this dog um Mm -hmm. he finds out that he can actually help save the dog's name is radar he can help save this dog's life if he travels through this world it's you know you gotta kind of just like uh, just go with it. It's one of those books. Like, should this should this uh, high school kid have done this? No, absolutely not. Um, but it's just part of the story. Uh, but it's it, it's it's weird because it takes about it's like thirty three percent into the book before it even hits this. The first mm-hmm. third of the book, you're really just um, it, it's really building on this relationship um, between this this uh, this man and uh this high school kid charlie and then like his dad as well like charlie's dad is is a a big character in it as well uh and then the the dog radar but um yeah definitely interesting like once it gets into this fairy tale and like meeting all the people that are in this fairy tale and uh like the different things that are wrong with them or what makes them unique um but i'm about halfway through that uh that book now and i'm i'm really enjoying it um <clears throat> excuse me um yeah i guess that's really all i got to to say about that um there's what is the what is the name of the book that i have to read after the hero of ages before i jump into um the second era like i sent you a um, picture of it because it was at that bookstore and you were like don't look at anything in that Oh boy, I don't remember. Oh, it was Mistborn. Uh, um, 
it's the Mistborn like lost stories or something or secret mystery, secret history of Mistborn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't read that. I, uh, I think you can read that now. Okay. You read it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it spoiled something for you? It it would have if if I read it after or like before I read here before I finished Hero of Ages. Okay. Okay. Because it talks about ruin. It talks about like now you know like the things that ruin can do. Um, right. Yes. Things like that. Like that. Going back to Hero of Ages, like that was sure. one of my favorite parts of that. Is when she's when when you were telling me like oh she just got locked up and she's locked up, and that's where I stopped and I was like oh man <laughs> some shit's about to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like the next chapter, like she starts hearing Reen in her head again, and then you come to find out that the whole time that Reen is in her head, it's actually Ruin. It's not her fucking right. brother talking to her. It's this yeah, Reen's her brother, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She thinks it's her brother, like in it's. She thinks it's like part of her psyche, but really, it's fucking. Re- it's Ruin, like the other god of this planet. Um. And then you come to find out the only reason he can do that is because she's been wearing this earring that, that earring. Sanderson's yeah. been talking about for fucking three books. And then you're just yeah. now putting together at the end. Like that, that was one of those like, bam, like he nailed mm-hmm. that right on top of the head. And yeah, yeah man. Um, but yeah, it, it talks about ruin. It talks about Kelsier, like the stuff that Kelsier did, like leading up to the first Mistborn. Kelsier's um, in this book quite a bit. <laughs> That he is. <laughs> that he is. Yeah. Yes, in a in a in a in a roundabout way, he very much is. Um, yeah, yeah. That that was the other book. It's a it's a little small little book too. Yeah. I loved that that people started thinking of Kelsier as like this god. I thought that was, that was whole, really yeah, cool. That was his whole plan. <laughs> and then the whole thing with like the fact that the Lord Ruler and like what he was actually doing is. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I'll never forget. And I know we talked about this on the podcast, but that, that first scene when you meet the Lord ruler from the first book and it's just like this evil motherfucker. And then like throughout the book, you're just like, Oh wait, (laughs) not maybe not necessarily, you know, that's through that second book. Yeah. At the end of that first book, you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. And, and, And then he, at his line at the end of the first book is like, you have no idea of like what, what you're about to do right. by killing me, you know? And they just think they're getting rid of this shitty dude. Um, when then, yeah, then it spends two books revealing like, yeah, he wasn't necessarily a great guy, but he was trying to help everybody. Yeah. Yes. You know, he was doing the best he could with what he had. And then you find out that he's like, the reason why there's ash everywhere is because he literally moved the planet too close to the fucking sun and then had to move it back when he took the power at the well and like all that stuff is just bananas. Like yeah. all, there's so much depth to that, to that series that those three books, it's, I, you could talk about it for hours and hours now. Yeah. There's, there's so much <laughs> depth there with, with everything that happened. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, do you think you'll start the secret book when it comes out? Or are you going to wait? Um, man, I don't know. We'll have to see. I can't remember what, um, let's see here. Rand Sanders. I can't remember which one it is. Okay. While you're looking that up, I seen a TikTok from, from, uh, him and he said he hit a hundred thousand on, 
Stormlight 5. <laughs> yep. And he said, which is, you know, a big thing, but he it's only like a quarter of the book. So he's like, uh, he did say uh, each of the secret novels are about 100,000 words. Right. Yep. Which is, what, a three to 400 page book, right? Right. Yep. Kind of roughly, so... Yep. So the, the first secret project is, uh, the title of it is Tress of the Emerald Sea. It's a tale of pirates, dangerous spores, and occasionally self-important monologues because it has Hoyt in it because it's about the Cosmere. So, okay. Yeah. So that, I think three out of the four secret projects are based in the Cosmere. I think one isn't. Oh. So this one is. So this one will have, might have some crossover, maybe. Interesting. Okay. See? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I probably will. I, I would like to get through Red Rising first if I if I jump into that. Oh sure. Um, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't think Red Rising's super long. No, I think it's I think it's like six hundred pages. Six hundred pages. Oh, it's that long. Okay, I wasn't expecting that long. But I mean, dude, I just. <laughs> I just I just plowed through Oathbringer in like three weeks. Uh, Red yeah, Rising, true. nothing. Right. Like I, I'm ready. True. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, All right. Uh, what have you been playing? Man, not a lot. Uh, I've been kind of kind of busy over the last weekend. Um, I was kind of been kind of been trying to figure out what I want to play next. I was kind of scrolling through my Steam library, and nothing yeah. was really nothing really hitting. And I wanted something chill to play, so I, I loaded up Astroneer because um, mm. they had a bunch of big updates. I'm like, ah, let me get in there and mess around. So I messed around in there for like an hour. Um, yeah, I, I still don't know what I'm going to play next. I did see there's some new quests in the new Witcher thing mm-hmm. that launched today, the the next-gen upgrade. Um, maybe I'll go and like try to get to those quests. Um, They're based on the show, right? I think so. Yes. Yes. I'll probably download that and kind of see what it looks like cuz I think they upgraded the PC version too. Um it'll be interesting am, to see what I'm that I'm not looks hearing like. great things about that right now. Yeah, um I it I think I saw something about it wasn't running great, which yeah. isn't a shocker. Uh a lot of PC games that are launching right now are running like crap. Right. Um Callisto Protocol uh, ran really, really badly on PC when it launched. Um, the Dark Tide 40K game launched pretty rough. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I, I have that um, installed, but... They've been patching both those games. I think Callisto Protocol's in a much better place. Um, Callisto Protocol was so bad, Digital Foundry was like, don't buy this game. Just wow. This game is broken. Do not buy this game on PC. Damn. Um, Dark Tide was a little better. Um but yeah. Yeah. So I haven't figured out what I'm going to play next. We'll see. Are you uh, playing Call of Duty? Nope, I kind of fell off that. Okay. Not really playing that a whole lot. Um Did you play through play that, that story? People. I started to, I haven't finished it. I probably should yeah. go back and finish that. It's probably not yeah. very long. I was like 3 missions into it. So. Hmm. It wasn't grabbing me though. It wasn't grabbing me like that other one. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I will go back and play that at some point. 
I think I I feel like it was pretty it was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people seem to really dig that one. Not not many of the ones around it, but uh that oh, one yes. specifically stood out. Like what about Warzone 2? Is there any interest in that? No, nah, man. Oh shit. I did play you played, Fortnite. You played Fortnite. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I played Fortnite. So they uh so Fortnite um Epic, you know, being the uh creator of unreal engine 5 and unreal um they upgraded fortnite to uh unreal engine 5.1 and they included all that nanite and lumen technology Mm -hmm. that they showed off in all those tech demos um with all that crazy lighting and crazy uh like geography and stuff and uh, so i downloaded that plus it had they added Geralt. Uh, (laughs) so i was like fuck okay gotta do this um and so i downloaded fortnite i've never played fortnite before and got in there and was just kind of looking at it. That game looks amazing. Like if you have yeah, a, a pretty decent PC, you can turn that shit all the way up and turn on Lumen. And oh my God. Like, I saw some comparison videos of what it looked like before and then after, and it's pretty shocking. Now, you got to take that with like a the largest grain of salt because we're talking about the, like, probably one of the top five earners of any video game. So they're just rolling in money. Um, and they also make that engine. So, right. of course, it's going to look very good and be very well optimized because right. they have unlimited money, like unlimited R&D. Uh, but it, it really does look fantastic. And, like, it, it, it's got its own, like, art style to it. Like, it's not, like, hyper-realism or anything like what they showed off. But it's pretty wild-looking. Like, when you look at it and you look at it, like, man, this... This looks too good to be not only Fortnite, but to be a video game, you know? Could you imagine um, having that game as a kid? Oh, man. It's great. Uh, I felt like I did when I was playing Ocarina of Time. I mean, that's... Wow. Like, I remember playing Ocarina of Time or, like, uh, or like Gran Turismo or... Um, sure. Some of those other games that were, like, really, like, pushing the graphics or, and just being like, holy shit, man, this is, like, real. Like, some of those, like, Medal of Honor <laughs> games that were, like, or, like, Call of Duty 2, like that World War II game. Um, I, ha- I had the Medal of Honor game on PC where you storm the beach in Normandy. That's what I'm talking about, and, yeah. And I played I played that game so much, man. That whole yep. the whole first scene there, and that was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did play that. Um, I probably won't play that too much. I want to wait around and see once Geralt hasn't launched yet. So I kind of bailed out. Um, we'll wait till you have to get the battle pass to get Geralt. I think I will have to. Yeah. Well, you might have to level up. So the thing is, I'll I'll buy my way out of that. I'll find a way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can buy levels, but I'm just saying like my son was pretty butthurt about something because there was like a thing at level a hundred and he only made it to like level 80 and the season ended. So then it was just like he yeah, just... Yeah, so that's that's something I didn't realize and just I just don't play that game. I don't pay attention. You know, I know they have like all the Star Wars characters and like there's all these crossovers with all kinds of different um, entertainment entities, you know, Star Wars, Marvel. Sure. And I, I was, I like opened up the store in the game and I'm like, all right, where's Spider-Man? It's like, oh, he's not in there. No. Like, well, where's he at? Like, I know all these people are in here. Like I see TikToks and I like, I know they're in there. Right. 
and they're not in there. And I was talking to somebody at work. I was like, why? I can't find this. Like, I'm a boomer. I don't know where to go. Like, you got to tell me how to go. How do I get the damn, how do I get the damn Spider-Man? Where's Spider-Man? I want to be Spider-Man. And he's right. like, yeah, man, it's gone. I was like, what do you mean it's gone? Like, if you like, wanted no, to buy seasons. Goku. Like, you got to buy it. Like, yeah, yeah, Goku. Fuck, yeah, where's Goku? And he's like, no, you got to get in when it's there. I was like, oh, that's fucking dirty, man. That's yeah. Make you spend that money, like yeah. that's that's kind of that's kind of shady. Because I I had the same thing happen to me when we finished Arcane, and I was just uh, like, yeah. oh, I heard Jinx is in this, or I like I've seen Jinx running around before. I'm gonna go buy Jinx. She's not there. Yep. I'm like what? The, what is this yep. shit? Kelsier. Kelsier was in Fortnite. Kelsier was in Fortnite? Kelsier was in Fortnite. He's oh not his God. fucking skin's not available anymore. I about died. Yeah, I wanted to buy What's Kelsier and like? I wanted to buy uh Oh, um, he's wearing like a Miss Cloak. Wearing, yeah, Miss Cloak. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm. throwing coins and fucking got his daggers and shit. That's cool. No, no shoes on. It's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Like I'm gonna buy that fucker. Like, and I you want can't. That thing. Nope, I can't. They, I want to give them money, and they won't take it from me. Yeah. They have their own characters. Like there are Fortnite characters, right? Um, yeah. But even like some of the characters, like like a Tomato Head, like that's a huge one, and Peely, which is like the banana, you know. Okay. Um. But like those are ones that I don't think like you you see them at like Target where you can buy them, but I'm not sure they're always in the store, which is yeah, very I, weird. Like you can buy merchandise for a video game, but you can't right. play as that character anymore if you're right. new to it. Yeah, it's wild. I'll jump back into that once uh, my boy my boy Gary, <laughs> my boy Jerry launches. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's, that's all that I played. Yeah. We're actually watching that right now. Witcher? No, Parks and Rec. I thought you were making a Parks oh, and Rec oh, joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 yeah. That's a good, that's good though. Yeah. Yeah, kids are loving it. Um, I finished Tales of Arise. I finished that um, about a couple days before I hopped on a plane to go to Vegas. Hmm. Um, have you seen Swingers? Swingers. Vince sure Vaughn. And, Vince Vaughn and a young, a young Vince Vaughn and a young um, John Favreau. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, then there's about like forty Vegas jokes I was about to make, and now I okay, can't make any of them. yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I've seen The Hangover. There's, I've seen Vegas Vacation. Like, nope. um, that was my third trip to vegas um and now like with sicknesses and stuff like that and and honestly like having a steam deck and just kind of hating people i was like (laughs) enjoying just going back to the room yep and and hanging (laughs) out you know unfortunately like going to vegas from where we live it's a it's a pretty big time jump Um, so it's like eight o'clock there and it's, I feel like it's 11 because I'm used to it being like 11 o'clock. 
Yep. I, I stay at the New York, New York. And that hotel has a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> like wrapped around it. Okay. And let me tell you, those people love riding that roller coaster at night. When I'm getting tucked in at like nine o'clock. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just hear your warm milk. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. dude. So uh my gosh. But yeah, just like they're at a conference and um it's in it's in the MGM Grand, so we had to walk there and the conference was good. Um, but yeah, it was just like at night, it was just, you know, like I'm, I don't want to go to this party. I don't want to go party. I'm, I'm good. I've done the Vegas thing a couple times already. I'm good. I don't want to get sick. Even though I got sick, I'm pretty sure I caught it from the plane. Um, but was trying to be good. So I was just going back and man, I got addicted to neon white. Oh boy. Okay. You know what neon white is? It I've I've seen like bits and pieces of it. It looks like some kind of like level runner type thing. So it it is yes. So it's a level okay. runner. I would compare it kind of closely to like Celeste. You ever play Celeste? No. So Celeste is a two D platformer, but it is a um. You are making these moves, like these crazy moves and jumps to get to the end of the level, right? So think of that, but in like a 3D environment. So it's like a Super Meat Boy type of... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, But they add some different mechanics to it. So in this game, uh, you're collecting these cards. And a card is like, um, you can, it's a pistol, but it has a secondary mechanic that gives you a double jump if you discard it. So what you can do is oh. you can run and you can shoot a couple people or a couple like like blobs because there's not like it's you're just monsters or like these weird little robot things. So it might be like you need to shoot and shoot and then this platform is too high. So you'll need to jump and then discard the card to get like a secondary jump and then just keep running, right? Now that's simple. It gets over the top. <laughs> the there are like big stomps. So you'll stomp into red barrels that'll launch you up and then you get like a a grappling hook type mechanic that's a machine gun. So then you're like you got a da 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 and then hook and fly around. I mean it is wild. This game is addicting because one there's not many levels that go over a minute and most levels are like 30 seconds. So this is a very much like a, if you have, if you're like highly competitive, which I'm not, um, but it's like a, it brings back that like leaderboard. I want to beat you rich. I seen that you beat this level in 20 seconds. I bet I can beat it in 19. It's it's, it drives that type of competition. Right. right. Okay. So if you beat the level, you get a bronze trophy. And what that bronze trophy does is it unlocks like here's what you uh, here's the time to get silver and here's the time that you get gold. So there'll be like a block of like 10 levels. I'm telling you, there are levels, Rich, that I attempted 30 times. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean, but I was having the time of my life. (laughs) Like I did not care. 
Because it just, you just get, you perfect it. It's like, I don't know how I could do any better than that. But it's like, you can do like 10 seconds better than that on a 40 second level. I'm like, I have no idea how, but. You want to know what my earliest uh, memory of a game like that is? What's that? (laughs) Uh, Super Mario Brothers for the Game Boy Advance. I was like, okay. Chris Pratt, what are you? What are you about to do here? <laughs> no, no, no. There was at the laundromat. Super Mario, like old school Super Mario, yeah. Um, that came out for Game Boy Advance, and what you could do, um, in that version of the game is you could link up to Game Boy Advances with the link cable. Sure. And there was a mode that was like a run mode, and so you would literally run through one one, and there would be a ghost chasing you. And oh, okay. You would be like one person's Mario, one person's Luigi, and then you would literally race to the end with this fucking ghost following you. And you literally would. Like, you, we would run through that hundreds, like, bus rides. This is what we did on the school bus. Like, oh, wow. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And, like, we had it down to, like, perfection. <laughs> like, down to the pixel of, like, jumping and, like, when to do this and when to do that and when to get, like, the suit or... That was, yeah, that was like my earliest memory of, a, of something like that where you're just running the same level over and over and over and over and over and trying to like perfect it, and like come up yeah. with different ways to make it faster. Yeah. Did you um, always have like the taco looking Game Boy Advance or did you ever upgrade to like the SP, the foldable no, so SP? So, yeah, we had, I had the, I had the taco and then we got the, uh, the SP. The SP was amazing. Um, yeah, it really was. It was fantastic. It had to it like folded. It had the built-in light. You didn't need the worm light anymore. Yeah. Um. It. Yeah, and then the the DS. The DS was even better. Yeah, that yep. S, that SP is probably my favorite. Honestly. Yeah. That first um, DS was fugly, but it did <laughs> it get a lot better. Yeah, the DS light. Yeah. Yeah. DS light was pretty good. Yeah. I did love that SP though. That SP was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I finished Neon White in about 11 hours, uh, but man, that was that was some good gaming. I had a really good time with it. It gets so hard. You can only hold two cards, or two different types of cards, um, and there might be like four or five in a, in a level. You played on Steam and, or Game Pass? Uh, on Steam. Uh, that, that, is, that game is not on Game Pass yet. That might show okay. up at some point. Um, because his one of his other games is on Game Pass, which is uh, um, moving the hole around Donut County. Uh, so he he oh, made okay. Donut County. Uh, ben Esposito, I think, is his name. Okay. I might be wrong on that. Um, anyway, uh, that game is it was it was really fun. I loved the whole like you got to shoot and then throw this one away. But like as you throw as you're throwing it away, you're probably collecting another card to use, you know. And it's just like it's just this this machine that you end up playing. This there's a story to it. I have no idea because it is it is dumb anime bullshit. <laughs> it was awful, and it was just like stills of two characters talking. But it was just like man, man. I mean, it was the it was cringy. It was very very cringy. Yeah. Um, to the point to where, like, if I was playing it on a plane um, and it right. got to that part, I was just like, please, 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 just fast forward through this. Yeah. Um, 
Very cool. What, what were you about to ask? How's it run on the deck? Fantastic. Low times. How are you- if you die and you're like, okay, bloop, I got to restart. Uh, right. Within a, within not even two seconds, boop, you're right back in there. How, how, what do you, what, what, was, what is our feelings on the deck still? Like, Her, like it's, it's amazing. <laughs> you fucker. God damn it. It's amazing. I keep waiting for you to like, like message me on discord and be like, man, this thing ain't all that. No. And I'm just like, uh, it's, I've hovered over it a couple times. Yeah. So yeah. tales of arise hour and 20 minutes of battery neon white. Pretty good. Probably okay. three plus hours of battery. Symphony of War, I played that game for like an hour and it maybe ate ten percent. Like, oh whoa, okay. and that game just looks like a you know Super Nintendo game, but right, um, right. But I highly recommend Neon White. I mean, you gotta you gotta check this game. I don't know if you're into these kind these kinds of games, um, but it it, it is cool. Like, I almost want to at least just show you like one of the last levels. Oh, okay. Just to see how weird it gets. Because <laughs> it was it was fun. Um so the so based on your recommendation, uh I did pick up Symphony of War, um, which I think came out around June of this year, and it is like a cross between uh Fire Emblem and a little bit of like Advance Wars. Okay. Um you can tell it's yeah, made by I, like. I think I remember seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, Symphony yeah. of War, the the Nephilim saga, or something like that. Yep. Um, if people talk about it, it's just Symphony of War. Symphony of War. Um. So this game, you can tell it's made by like either a dude or like a a small collection of people, and. It is, yeah, it's that, it's that, if you can imagine what Advance Wars is, it's like, excuse me, it's like, uh, you know, you gotta, you, you get plopped on a map, you drop your troops, and then uh, you're kind of guiding them around, and it's like, hey, you need to take their fort, there's treasure along the way and stuff, so collect as much as you can. There are 30 chapters, I just finished chapter 6, it took me 3 tries, I'm not the greatest at these games. <laughs> I prefer, uh, hey, I would re- I'm good at grinding. So let me just grind and just like barrel over people. Uh, that's how I play Pokemon. I get them like way over leveled. And then I just elite four, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like my level 70 is like taking out everything, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, that's just how I prefer to play those games. Uh, Final Fantasy, level 100 characters. Let's walk into the last boss. Let's do it. Um, Symphony of War doesn't let me do that. It kind of forces Uh you to (laughs) use your noodle a little bit. Um, So I'm like, I'm really trying to figure out, well, what is the strategy here? Because it is like rock, paper, scissors, except there's like 20 different units to kind of play with. And the, the crazy thing is, is like when you're building a unit, it's a nine by nine grid. So you can essentially put nine different people on here. But each person takes up a space and maybe you and maybe you're using a horse that's 12 spaces and you can only have 50 spaces. So it depends on like the unit that you're putting down and then the units like work together. Um, There are uh, there are people that are like 
uh, thieves that will, they run in, but then they attack the back row. So there's a lot of strategy of like, I'll put my leader in the middle. I'll put my archers in the back. I'll put my Mm. thieves in the front, but you don't necessarily have to do that because there's, there's, um, it just depends on like what you build around your leader because your leader can kind of dictate, oh, and there's dragons too. So then your leader can kind of dictate like, well, I work better with archers. So I'm going to use this leader and just surround them with archers, put a couple mages in the back. Again, there's a lot of like crazy strategies to it. I don't quite understand it all. So I'm just kind of throwing myself at it. I don't know if I'll finish this game, but I'm having fun with it right now. Um, there's just some other stuff that is coming up that I, that I really want to play. I want to play that Warhammer game. And, um, once I get out of quarantine, um, I want to get back to the Witcher. So that is, um, that might be my steam deck game. I play a little bit and I did load up control on there. Yeah. Just to see, you got to turn it down, but it, it runs. Okay. I, I could see myself playing through that game on that. Yeah. Um, I put Chain Decos on here as well. I played maybe an hour of that. That's a new Game Pass game that is like a love letter to 16-bit, <clears throat> sorry, JRPGs. Um, reviewing really high. I don't have the time for it right now, so maybe one day I'll get back to that. But yeah, that is all for me. I'm very much looking forward to The <laughs> Witcher, play more Symphony of War, and maybe we can try the that Vermintide game. Uh, Dark Tide, yeah. Dark Tide, yeah. Okay, right. so I am I am eight episodes into Andor. Um, okay. I I waited for the whole thing to be out so I could just kind of blaze through it. So that's what I've been doing this week. Um. So far, I really, 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 really like it. Um, and okay. kind of came into it with like really low expectations. Um, because. This is based around a character from Rogue One who is Cassian Andor. He's one of the kind of main characters of Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was just okay. I know Rogue One has its like very like dedicated and passionate fan base. I think it's just okay. So when they announced they were going to make a I whole think tw- I think Rogue episode. One might be one of my favorite movies of the okay. <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I just thought it was okay and that's and that's fine. Um but yeah, and when I found out they were going to make a whole 12 episode season show it's about 12 this episodes? guy, it's 12 episodes. Wow. About this guy from that show I didn't really think was all that fantastic. I was like, "Eh, I don't care." Mm. Uh and I was like, "Well, I got to watch this. I'm kind of invested in this Star Wars stuff." Um and right now I I think so far 8 episodes in, I think it's the best Star Wars thing that they've done yet. Like TV-wise, wow. Disney Plus-wise. Um, at least to me. Okay. Now, I I I'm I've been kind of struggling with how I'm going to describe this. It is not the Mandalorian. It is not a like funny superhero show. It is a very so my kind son of, might not care for this. He might not. Okay. He might not. There's not any lightsabers. Um, okay. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of. <clears throat> I guess the way that I would describe it, and this is not a great um, 
uh, probably parallel, but I would describe it as, did you watch True Detective? Uh, yeah. Okay. Imagine if like, you know, how True Detective was like an anthology series. Imagine if they made a True Detective in Star Wars. That's, it's not like right on the nail on the head of what it really is, but it's close to that, in my opinion. There's a lot of, uh, it leans on its actors a lot, and there's some really great acting in this show. Um, and there's a lot of things that it's telling you, you know, through through the way that it's shot. You know, it's shot very well and like very intentionally. Um, and there's some really great, like just stuff that I'm inferring about like, like the way the shot is set up and the, what the characters are doing. I'm like, oh, it's, it's trying to tell me this. Like it's trying to uh, get this point across and it's getting it across like really well and really mm. in a really cool way. Um, but it's a very kind of serious story. Again, it's not, it's not like the Mandalorian at all. It's not like Obi-Wan. Um, it's not like Boba Fett. It's, it's very different. Um, it doesn't have a lot of known um, characters either. Um, there's some, if you've, there's definitely some you're going to recognize. Um, and it, it kind of, it kind of takes place. Um, it takes place five years before Rogue One. So it's like oh. leading up to the rebellion, basically. Um, kind of after Revenge of the Sith, kind of leading into a New Hope kind of time frame. Um, but man, it's it's really really good. It's really well acted. It's really well shot. Um, I really really like it so far. I don't know how it's going to end up, but I'm I'm excited to talk more about it once once you watch it if you watch it. Yeah. Um. People keep talking about like the jailbreak. There's like this three. I haven't episode. got to that part yet. Okay. Yeah. I just got to the I part where he like goes. The he gets, yeah. I just got to the point where he's about to go to jail, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. What's next? Like, what are they doing uh, next? Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka is next. And it. Either wow. Ahsoka or Mandalorian season three. Oh, yeah, I think next. that is one soon. of those. One of those two will be next. Yes. Hmm. I'm actually not sure what the next Marvel show is either. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Because I know um, Ant Man is the next movie, but I'm not sure what the next show is going to be. Um. Is that it? Well, the only thing I've been watching is Chainsaw Man. <laughs> and I've had that theme song stuck in my head for about the past month now. Um, <laughs> I actually now am an owner of a license of Crunchyroll. Oh, boy. Okay. Because of this show and for Spy Family. So You're full anime now. Yep. I'm in it, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that show is so wild. Um, but again, it's still not one that I would recommend you. I'd almost say like watch the first episode. It's on uh, Hulu. Okay. Um, just if you're biking, seeing you've been like yeah. weightlifting lately, which is cool. Yeah, I've um, been. I've got my kettlebells. I've been trying mm. to get back into shape into like bike riding shape here over the winter. That way, when spring comes, I can actually ride my bike and not hurt all the time. 
um, <laughs> right. and enjoy it instead of yeah. being miserable. So yeah, I've been riding like three days a week and lifting three days a week. Nice. Feels feels pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you ever like, okay, I'll check. I want to check something weird out. If you ever tell yourself that, just yeah. just watch the first episode. <laughs> um, you'll at least know because it it's it's going to get popular enough where it'll be like a mainstream thing. Um, but not mainstream with kids because it is hyper, hyper violent. Yeah. Um, There's a, a YouTuber that I watched that talks about a lot of books and fantasy stuff. And he was doing uh, like reviews of like episodes of that, of Chainsaw Man. And oh. uh, he got copyright struck by the owners of Chainsaw Man. Oh, wow. Like, like got one of his like three strikes you're allowed to get. And he was like, well, I guess I'm not covering anime anymore. So they can like, was he showing too off. many clips or what? No, he was just reviewing it. You're not allowed to review it. I don't know. I guess he was talking about it or like, I, I don't know. It was, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, let me ask you one more question about it. Did he show anything provocative? I, I didn't watch that video, but he, he like put up a video, like a response video. He's like, hey, I can't talk about that. Like, I got copyright struck. Like, I can't. I'm not doing any more Chainsaw Man coverage or maybe any more. He was going through Berserk, too, like doing mm. like book reviews of Berserk. Yeah. And he's like, I think I'm just going to hold off on that for a while because he's big enough where like it's his job. He's like, I can't get like three strikes and then I don't have a job anymore. So that's scary. It, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um <clears throat> so I've been out. Um yep. come back and I still have to stay away from my family, which kind of sucks, but uh I'm gonna go on mute for a second. Why don't you talk to me about the game awards? I didn't watch it. Yep. Okay. The game awards. So it's the uh lovely well, lovingly referred to as the Keeleys. <laughs> For Mr. Jeff Keeley with a G, uh, who puts those awards on. Um, he's been doing those now for like, I would say like seven, like five, six, seven years now, probably. Um, probably around that time. Uh, Sorry, I still on mute. I'm pretty yeah. sure the Game Awards is over a decade old. I was going to say, it's it's been, a, it's been a little while. Um, I will say just right off the top. This year was actually fantastic. Like it was a legit award show. Oh, okay. Um, like they had fucking Al Pacino was there, fucking handing out <laughs> awards. Uh, Pedro right. Pascal was there because he's in the Last Last of Us and he's the Mandalorian. Sure. Um, like they pulled some big names. Like they, it was a it was as big of a production as the Oscars or any other award wow. show this year. Um, it was very, very good. It was way too long. It was two and a half hours long. Way too fucking long. Um, there was a ton of trailers. And I think that's mostly because everything, nothing came out this year. Everything got pushed to next year. Sure, There's yeah. all these fucking trailers. Um, as far as the actual awards go, uh, God of War won everything. <laughs> Elden Ring won Game of the Year and like Best Direction. And then Nintendo won everything else. Like Xbox didn't win shit. Um. Yeah, it was, it was a really good show. The awards are always kind of <clears throat> eh. like, 
Splatoon 3 won best multiplayer over Call of Duty, uh, Multiverses, uh, Overwatch 2. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't uh, even know Splatoon 3 was out, but somehow that one. Was like Fortnite nominated? No. No. Okay. I think it has to like come out that year, you know. Um, oh, sure. Maybe that's one of those categories. Uh, but the the big thing was the kind of new trailers or new game announcements and world premieres, you know. Right. Um, and so I'm gonna run through some of these that 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 kind of that they show trailers for. I won't go over through all of them. Um, so Dead Cells, Dead Cells is getting a. Uh, Castlevania. Basically expansion. Yeah, return to Castlevania, which seems like a pretty cool uh like crossover there. Um Vampire Survivors coming to mobile. Uh let's That's see. out now for free. For free, yeah. I was playing a round of that last night. <laughs> Actually, I played two rounds of that last night. Yeah. The game is still yeah. amazing. Um Returnal, the PS5 uh exclusive um, kind of shooting game uh, that's coming out on PC in 2023. Oh, uh, so there's a P- PC release. That um, was like a lot of people really dug that game, didn't they? Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Um, there's a Hellboy game coming. Uh, I saw the Web trailer to that. That's a cool looking Hellboy game with a cool art style. Yeah. Uh, looks looks pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they showed off Atomic Heart, which is a kind of Doom and Bioshock inspired game that's coming out uh in February. I think that's on all system. That might only be on PS5, actually. No, no, no. That's coming to Game Pass. Is it? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I've been watching this game for a couple years now. Okay. Because it is very much Bioshock. It looks a lot yes. like Bioshock. This new trailer kind of reminded me, like, if Wolfenstein and Bioshock kind of, like, hooked up, right? Yes. Um, I'm turning against a little bit of, like, things looking like Bioshock, like, just being weird for being weird. Especially uh, Ken Levine's new game um, yep. that, that was announced at the, the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, but I'm I am interested to to see how this Atomic Hearts plays out. That is their first video game. Yeah, <laughs> that is very ambitious. Yep. For like Mun, they're like Mun Dog or I don't I can't quite remember their. But I looked at their uh I was looking at their website earlier, and yeah, they were formed like five years ago, and it is, yep. looks like a really small team. They had like a staff picture on their site and there couldn't have been 30 people on there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that looks that cool. Shocked me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it looks, looks really cool. good. Looks cool. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have replaced, which is the kind of sides, 2d side scrolling kind of cyberpunk looking game. Kind of looks like blade runner. Maybe. I don't think I've seen that one. That was shown at one of the, like not E3, E3 Xbox events. I think it's going to come to game pass. Uh, oh, okay. Launch on Game Pass. Uh, Hades two, yeah. Hades, Hades is getting a sequel. Um, looks like a lot more Hades. It looks like a lot of Hades. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. Judas, Judas is the Ken. Levine oh, that's game. right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
What's your interest on Judas? Um, I mean, I'll that guy. I've liked all his other games. I'll, I'll give it a try. Did yeah, you like Infinite? You know, it was okay. It wasn't as I good didn't, as the I didn't two. finish it. Yeah, but yeah, if there's a lighthouse in Judas, I'll just stop playing. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, they showed off a little bit of Destiny Two Lightfall, which I'm super pumped about. Um. Oh man, they showed off uh, another trailer for Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League, mm. uh, and they actually had Batman in there yeah. with uh, Kevin Conroy's voiceover. He's going to be Batman in that game. Um, man, it's just so crazy how Gotham Knights like came and is just gone. Oh, it's gone. Like, yeah, I remember when that game got announced and it had like the Court of Owls and all that stuff, and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And, Nobody's talking about that game. That game is. Just I think gone. I was one of those people. Yeah, because like I liked the Court of Owls, and I was like, that yeah. would be cool if if they did it right, and they just they missed it. Yep, it's it's just gone. Um, the Last of Us Part One is coming to PC, like ten years later at this point. Um, I don't I'm curious if I'll play that. that. <laughs> uh, no, not playing that again. I see. Um, I've never played it. Oh. Um, I've never played that. I've played, you know, several Uncharted games, but you I know, did not play that one. That is a good game. It is okay. not, in my opinion, it is not the like genre defining, game changing game that like a lot of like Last of Us like like religious people right. want to say that it is. Uh, no. Gotcha. It, it does. I think a lot of people build it up for the story. The gameplay is kind of, it's a naughty dog game. Sure. Um, but a lot of people want to play it up for the story, but it's like, man, if, if you've ever read The Road, like, or like The Walking Dead, like this is nothing that's any better than any of those two things. Um, is it overly long? Is it a long game? No, it's probably like 20, 20 That's way hours, too long, dude. That's too long. I may be wrong. The last of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Look that up. Fifteen twenty. Yeah, fifteen hours. 15. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. They announced uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That was already announced. They showed some gameplay. Yeah. Um. So that's the second game, uh, in that series now. Uh, still with the same character, Cal Kestis. Uh, hmm. There's some rumors that he's going to be in Mandalorian season three with that actor that, that plays him in the game. It was he um, just a video game character? Yes, he was created for, I think, the game. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there's some talks. So that, that make him canon crossover. Yeah. No, this is canon. Yeah. yeah. This this game is canon. This yes. is considered canon. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Did you play that first um, one? You know, man, I tried to twice, and I just couldn't. I mm. want to because of the story. Sure. But I didn't like the gameplay of that game oh. at all. Not at all. Um, they showed some more of that Dune Awakening game. It's like a, uh survive open-world survival MMO. Uh, set in Dune? Yeah, set in Dune. They showed a... Uh, <laughs> They showed a uh, at one of those not E three E three things. They showed like a uh, definitely not in engine CGI trailer f- like for that. 
Um, and now they have a new trailer um, that was like a pre-alpha teaser. It looks cool. I, maybe I'll maybe I'll get into the Doom <laughs> MMO, Dune MMO. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, then they showed a little bit of Forspoken, which is a oh okay PS5 PC game coming out very soon. Um, can't remember the. I think there's like a demo out or something. There is. There is a demo out. Yeah. Yeah, but that is coming out very soon. Uh, let's see. Oh, I mean, it is Jeff Keighley, so he had to get his, he had to call up his boy Kojima. Oh right, uh, yeah. So they announced Death Stranding two or DS two, as he likes to refer to it as. Yeah. Uh, the the BB the BB has hair now. Um. Hey, guess uh, I, what? That looked that looked really weird. Did they show any game? <laughs> Or is it all? It was all in engine. It was all in engine, um, but they didn't show any actual gameplay. So no, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, don't know what that game will end up being. But Norman Reedus is back. Troy Baker's back. Uh, The lady actress Leah Sadu is back. Um, Okay. Maybe I should. Should I play Death? Should I? I should play Death Stranding. Uh, Is it on PC? I think so. Yeah, it is. Death Stranding's on PC. Yep. Oh my yep. god. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that it is. Oh, yeah. that's like a new thing, isn't it? Uh, not too long ago. I think that happened this year. Yeah. Yeah, not mm. too long ago. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, that was back in October. October, yeah. Oh, they did show uh, Baldur's Gate three. Yes, that's coming in August twenty twenty three. Finally coming Oops. out. Looked pretty cray. Uh, there was. Let's see here. That was all CGI. I didn't. I didn't. I want to see gameplay. Right. Yeah. Doom um, Four or uh, uh, Diablo Four was all CGI. Yep. I want to see yep, gameplay. Diablo Four. Like, come on. Yeah. Yep. That was a pretty good little CGI trailer, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Remnant Two. Remnant from the Ashes was a third-person shooter. I wanted to play that game, mm. but never did. That's coming out. That got announced. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's going to be a new Warhammer 40K Space Marine. Space Marine 2. Of course. That looks pretty good. How many Warhammer uh, games were released this year? Uh, too many. All of them. Gosh. There was a... This This was a weird announcement. So there's some, like, crime... This is called Crime Boss Rocket City. This this game has Michael Madsen, uh, Danny Trejo, um, Vanilla Ice, Danny Glover, um, Kim Basinger, and Chuck Norris are like all characters in this game. And I think it I can't remember what type of game that it is. What's it what um, is it called? Uh Crime Boss Rocky City. I can't Rock. remember what it was. If it was like a if it was like a management sim or um, what it was. Rocket City. Okay. Yeah, it's like let me check out MSN.com. That's Michael Madsen. Yeah, sure is. They had him out on stage. Man, he looks rough. He has yeah. for a while. He's in rough that looks, shape, man. That looks just like Grand Theft Auto. Is that what they're going for? Are they making a GTA game? Uh, I don't know if it even showed any gameplay. I don't. I don't know what. It's a first-person shooter heist game. So maybe it's like a payday. Maybe 
I don't know. Dude. Um, that comes out in March. Yeah, soon. Soon. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they also showed uh, in-game like play uh, gameplay of Cyberpunk 2020, 2077's Phantom Liberty DLC. It's coming oh, out. yeah. Uh, I- Idris Elbra is going to be in that. Because uh, why that not, looks, right? That looks really cool. Uh, let's see. The From Software announced the Armor Core 6, mm. which was the games they used to make before they made the yeah. Souls games. <laughs> um, and they said, don't expect a Souls game out of this. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed some Final Fantasy 16. I watched that trailer. Which I don't care about at all. I know, um, I sure did. I, yeah. <laughs> That hey, uh, that had gameplay in it. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. And that was that was it. That was kind of the big ones. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. I know I mentioned Celeste earlier. Um, they announced their sequel. I don't remember the name of the game, but it looks like it's going to be kind of like a Celeste type game. Yeah, I don't remember what that one was. I don't see. That I had, in my list I adored here. I adored that game. So um, when I heard that they announced their sequel, I was pretty excited. Trailer yeah. looked good so yeah yeah um all right man well what's uh, anything like stood out to you and Um, we can talk about like what we're excited about in 2023 in like another episode but yeah just curious like what stood out to you from that that replace game looks pretty cool um other than that, I, I I don't get too excited about this kind of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I unless it's like a property or like something I I'm attached to. But like some of these right. new IPs, it's like it's so hard to look at them when they don't have gameplay or they don't have you have any attachment to it to really get excited about it because who knows what it, what it's going to come out and what it's going to be when it comes out. You know, right? So many different things could happen between now and when they come out. Um. But, you know, when they do show some gameplay, like, like Hades 2, like, I'll play that, even though I didn't ever beat Hades 1. Like, that's a game I know I'll like. Mm-hmm. Um, that Suicide Squad game looked pretty good. I, I have a, you know, I'm attached to some of that. I don't know. I, I find it harder to get attached to, like, Earthblade. Earthblade is the, uh, the follow-up to Celeste. Um, oh, yes, that's, that's right. That Thank game you. Is called. Um, but, like, Forspoken, like, I don't. I'm not excited about that game. Like, I don't know what that game is or like, sure. I don't, I don't know if it's tied into like some greater lore or what, you know, we'll see kind of a wait and see approach is what I'm moving more toward. I think. I mean, we, we probably mentioned it on a couple episodes, but dude, I was like legit excited for a Callisto protocol. That first dead space game was fucking awesome. That second dead space game was really good too. That's coming out. The remake of Dead Space 1 is coming out soon. Very soon. Which uh, is cool, but I've played that game already. Like, I don't know if I'll play through that again. But something new, like the Callisto Protocol, I was like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. check this out. But when people are like, it's not that great or different or it doesn't stand out and it's it doesn't make itself unique in any way... Then it's just kind of like, well, I guess the death animations are unskippable and super long. (laughs) So you're just watching yourself get 
brutally murdered if you're terrible at the game. So yeah, yeah. and I'm not good at video games, so that would happen a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I don't want to. I don't want to derail too too hard. But I had somebody at work uh, come to me and were like, was like, have you ever played Elden Ring? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I played Elden Ring. Like, what is it? And I was like. And and I know they don't know what like Dark Souls is or like any like so I'm having like a hard time trying to explain it and I'm like actually you know what I have the perfect thing to show you so I pulled up the TikTok that we made of you fighting uh that first oh. boss where you <laughs> okay. rolled off the fucking bridge <laughs> and I was like this is what Elden Ring is there's this big giant bosses and then you rolled off and he was like he just starts laughing <laughs> I'm like yeah that's Elden Ring yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, it don't give a fuck about you or any of your plans. You're just gonna die nope. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I hated because I didn't know anything about those games. Yeah, and someone was just like, "Dude, you're fucking, you're uh, I'm blanking on the word. Uh, you're over encumbered." <laughs> because when I'm rolling, I mean I'm hitting yeah. hard. Yeah, you're you know? fat rolling. Yeah, yeah, you're fat rolling. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I should go. You know what? If they really do release like a co-op, legit, like you can. Yeah. Not that I would want to start it over, but like jump into your world. Let's just finish it. Start it yes. wherever you're at. You're in that little middle section there. Yep. Go in together. I think that would be really cool. It, yes, that would be fantastic. I would do that 100%. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not that interested in trying to solo my way through that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the best, some of my favorite times in that game was fighting Mog, figuring him out, and then being summoned into other people's worlds to help fight. There would be like three of us. <laughs> With our big fucking blades just <laughs> yeah. charging past this guy. And countless times we would lose. But every now and then you get that last hit and it's just like, ah, that's a really good feeling, man. Yep. That yep. game fucking owns, man. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? Um, Not game awards uh, wise, but uh, AMD... Did, uh, oh yeah, graphics AM- card. Yeah, let's talk. About AMD that. did release their uh, new graphics cards. Their first two. Okay. Um. So Nvidia has released the forty ninety and the forty eighty, um, and now AMD has their response, which is the seventy nine hundred XTX, which is mm-hmm. the better one, and the seventy nine hundred XT. Um. I think the XTX is nine ninety nine, and the XT is eight ninety nine. Oh. Um, Whereas the forty ninety is fifteen hundred dollars, and these are MSRP numbers. They're more expensive than that if you try to buy them right. because of the market. Yeah, um, and the forty eighty I think is eleven hundred or twelve hundred dollars MSRP. Um, now they got rid of their two step, right? Correct. They had an yeah, eight the, and a twelve. The twelve, the twelve gigabyte forty eighty went away. It's a sixteen gigabyte now. Oh, okay. Um, which is basically the twelve gigabyte was a forty seventy. They'll probably launch that back as a forty seventy and whatever. Um, so the 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 AMD cards come out. Um, Digital Foundry did a very good review of those, kind of comparing it to a forty eighty. Both those cards to a forty eighty. Um, so the 
the simplest way I can put it is the 7900 XTX, the better of the two cards, is like pretty on par with a 3090 Ti, which is wow. just a little worse than a 4080 in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few games where the 7900 XTX outperforms the 4080. Um, a 4080? Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is the this is the new AMD card. It's the best AMD card you can buy. Like there's a there's a few there's like a couple games they tested where it was slightly better. Most games it's about 20% worse. Hmm. But it's 999 and the 4080 is like 1299. Right. Um which is way too much money. The 3080 launched at 799. Mm-hmm. The 4080 is 1299. Like the whole PC market is like in total shambles at the moment. Um, and the, the, the crazier thing is AMD has really been like lauded for like their aggressive pricing here over the last three or four cycles, um, especially the last cycle. And so you have the 7900 XTX, which is the top of the line AMD card. It's 999, it's a thousand bucks. And the next one below that is the XT and it's 899. So it's, it's $900, a hundred dollars less, but it's it's like twenty percent less performance. So it's like for a hundred bucks, you just buy the XTX. Like it's right. it's too expensive, you know. Usually that's not the case. Usually it's twenty percent less money and a ten right. percent hit to performance. Like it's like, right. oh yeah, hell yeah, I'll just buy that XTX. I don't give a fuck about ten percent. Mm-hmm. But like it's a pretty sizable um sizable gap there where digital foundry's like don't buy the XT for a hundred dollars. Yeah, just it, it's not worth it. Um, the ray tracing performance on those two cards is not up to par with the 40 series cards, um, which I think everybody kind of expected. Uh, the the other thing you have kind of in play there is DLSS three mm-hmm. that is on those 40 series cards. Um, like FSR FSR two point one is now out. Um, that'll be like the AMD cards can use, but like not all the older games have FSR. So the, like the XTX is definitely a good card and it's, it's a good price, like a good value if you can get it at a decent price. Um, and right now NVIDIA doesn't have any like latest generation, uh, 40 series cards that are reasonably priced. Like the 4090 is a great card but it's $1,500. Sure. And, and and if you compare like price to performance, it's probably worth it because it's, it's so much more powerful than everything else. Um, but I mean, you can buy a 3080 it's, they're available, you know, it's, it's probably on par or like equal to an XT, uh, 700 XT. I mean, it's just in a weird spot with, with the prices right now and also the performance, like, a lot of PC games recently have launched broken. Callisto right. Protocol, Dark Tide, uh, Min, uh, not Midnight Suns, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, where like, I'm watching these people on YouTube that do these reviews and performance reviews of games, PC games all the time. And they're like, I have a 4090. I have the latest Intel, best CPU you can buy. Like, I have a $5,000 computer and I cannot get this game to run at 60 at 4K with ray tracing on it will not do it like it is a it is a game problem 
Like you right, know, I was about to say, what, at that point, what is what yeah. is the problem? And it has to be right. the game. Yeah, you you cannot um, you cannot out hardware your way out of this problem. You know, right. you cannot buy your way out of this problem. And so that sucks. Like if I paid, like if I built like a five thousand, four thousand dollar gaming PC, and I load up Dark Tide, and it, if you're if you're doing that. You're doing it because you want to go into the menu and you want to move all the sliders as far to the right as they go, right? right. And you want to turn all the ray tracing on. And if you do all that and the game doesn't run, what, what's the point? Like, right. It, it's not. Go sell the 4090, buy a 3080 Ti and turn it all down to medium and save yourself, you know, yep. $2,000. Like, the whole thing is, in, is just a mess. And some of it, I mean, a lot of it's on the developers, honestly. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, the the guy that reviews a lot of the stuff for, for Digital Foundry is like, I just don't want to review PC games anymore because I can't review them because they're fucking broken. Like, <laughs> the, the, the big problem with Callisto Protocol when it launched is it didn't do shader compila- compilation up front. So normally, like, when you play Call of Duty... Is a is probably the most popular. It's like loading shaders, right? Oh, and right. So what that's doing is it's loading all the shaders for the game for all the different assets in the game. And so when it that doesn't happen in Unreal Four, the first time you see something in the game, it has to load that shader and it causes a stutter. If you don't do that pre pre compilation, and so in Callisto Protocol, every time you played a new level or saw a new thing, it would stutter. And if you reloaded and went back, it wouldn't stutter because it had loaded that shader. Oh, okay. So you could go back and play through stuff later and it would have loaded that shader and it wouldn't stutter. So, you know, he's trying to review this game and it's just every time he sees something new in game, it stutters, you know? Weird. Um, yeah. And then you have some <laughs> games like, uh, um, like Dark Tide, that the ray tracing is just so like intensive that even on a forty ninety with a twelve nine hundred K, which is a really like the second best Intel CPU you can buy, like it can't do it. Like it can't do it at four K six. Like it's barely doing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It. I was kind of really built up to build a PC like a few weeks ago and now I'm just like I'm waiting like I'm because if I did that if I bought like a 3090 Ti and built like a three four thousand dollar gaming computer and couldn't like oh you just you know I, I don't have 4k so that would probably help me out a lot right um but if I couldn't play a game I'd be like oh this is stupid you know, yeah this right is, this is a waste of money you know and I, I think the problem <laughs> more games have launched broken than have launched like well and and that's a bummer. Yeah, I have this 3070 over here and I right now I'm preferring to play on a 1280 by 720 right. screen yeah. on my Steam Deck. Yep. That does not do 60, it does 30. Yeah. But it looks really good and I can lay in my bed or I can be on the couch or I can be in a plane, I can be in the air. I don't have to be connected to Steam. Right. Uh it is really nice. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, that maybe is crazy. Off on buying a graphics card for right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. The industry's kind of in a weird spot. 
because they're just like trying to push this hardware and it's like well what am i going to play though i mean it will starfield push that i don't i don't know yeah that's the other thing that's happening is you have all these cross gen games like god of war was a was a ps4 game first right ps5 game second um and now you're starting to see like some of these trailers that we talked about were ps5 xbox series x only like they I mean, how many games them. have been PS5 only? Uh, just a handful. I think Returnal. Was Returnal one of those? Ratchet and Clank. Um, Ratchet and Clank was one. There's only been a couple. But now, like, them being a couple years in the industry, getting more comfortable with, like, this hardware. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting. Like, Xbox's strategy, though, is, like, you got to support the old ones still. Yep. Where I think Sony will move forward first. Oh, and that was another thing. Um is like games are now 70 bucks. Yep. Um that's 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 it. Which yep. we've seen it coming. It makes the value of Game Pass even that much more even though that'll go up at some point. Yep. Um but uh yeah, so if if you if you had to build you think you would do AMD or you think you'd go for an NVIDIA? Card? I would do NVIDIA. I would do NVIDIA purely for DLSS. DLSS kind of makes some of those performance problems go away. Mm-hmm. That like if you don't have a great CPU or you you know, it can it can help run games better. Um it's also right. supported in way more games than FSR is. Yeah. Or uh ESSX is on Intel's GPUs. Um yeah, and then DLSS is not going away. It's going to continue to be a thing, especially as as games, new games are developed. You know, using DLSS three, all that stuff. Like, I would go NVIDIA. I, I mean, right now the thirty eighty is probably the best like price to performance. Maybe a thirty eighty Ti if you get it really cheap. Right. That's probably like the best price to to performance card you would you could buy on the NVIDIA side, I would say. And then get is like the a... T, is the TI over a thousand? Oh boy, I'd have to look. Um I'm pulling it up. Yeah, it's about twelve hundred yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 Yep. And I think a thirty eighty is probably around a thousand right now, I would say, if I had to guess. Uh you can get them for seven hundred bucks. Fifty, yeah. What about a thirty seventy Ti? That's what I'm rocking in this thing. Yeah, they're about seven hundred. Yeah. Yeah, the thirty. Yeah, if I was gonna, I would probably go higher than a thirty eighty personally because I'm willing to spend more money to try to get a little ahead of the curve. Um, but a thirty eighty would last you a long time, especially if oh, you're yeah. not doing four K. You're gonna if you're at 1080p or if you're at 1440p, um, a 3080 would last you a long time if you're not gonna upgrade yeah. monitors. If you're at 4K and you want to run high frame rate, you're committed to you. You got to get a 3080 Ti or above, right? Or a 3090 or above, and then you're you're gonna be committed to buying a graphics card every two or three years at that point. I would say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. What else you got? Anything else? Nope. That's all I've got. All right. 
Well, thank you all so much for watching, for listening tonight. If you want to check out any of our past shows, you can go to bitpunch.tech. You can always send us an email at emails at bitpunch.tech. You can follow us on Twitch and Twitter at bitpunch. You can check out our, our archive streams on our YouTube channel at slash user slash bitpunch. Check out our newsletter at bitpunch.substack.com. All of these links can be found on our website at bitpunch.tech. That is going to do it for us tonight. I think our next episode, we're going to kind of highlight the the year. And uh, probably after that, we will talk about some of the stuff that we're looking forward to. That might be the, the episode after that, though. We'll see. Uh, that'll be right before the new year, man. New year is coming up. That is, yeah. that is crazy. Um, but again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. And we will be back in a couple of weeks. Have a good night. Thank you.